At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Let's go to tight ends now. I had Luke Musgrave in my top 10 from last night. That obviously didn't work out. You know, left the game in the first half with the concussion. Uh, but you have the usual suspects at the top. Mark Andrews does have a tough matchup against the Browns. Uh, I got a lot of questions about whether to bench him from Laporta. Laporta didn't have this amazing game, but he had a decent game last night considering the game script. Uh, but now you have kind of hope that if you, if you played Andrews, that hopefully he could have a better game. But tough matchup against the Browns, but I'm, I'm, I'm not considering benching him or anything like that. Okay, uh, I have Kittle at four, Waller at five against Seattle. I think this could be a game for Waller. Finally, would you agree? Like, is this a game yeah. where Waller? This could be his coming out party a little bit. Yeah, it, it has to be. I mean, you look at the defenses he's played. Like I mentioned, the Cowboys, where they put up zero points, the Giants' offense as a whole. Then they played against 49ers, twelve points, and we just know that the 49ers are a good defense. And then the one game where he, it was a negative game script, obviously coming back against the Cardinals, he finished as a tight end four on the week. So I'm not worried about uh, what's his name, Darren Waller here. I think that this is the first true, like maybe competitive game that we could see where it's not like some skewed game script and we're not sure what we're going to get from Darren Waller. I think we could finally see him in a competitive game. I think the target share is going to be there. Like if he gets seven or eight targets, I'm I'm happy because you're not going to get a whole lot of that across the rest of the tight end landscape. I hear that, man. Okay, so I had Laporta at six, uh, Ingram, Evan Ingram at seven, Goddard at nine. I skipped over Luke Musgrave, who I had at eight. Uh, and then it gets really iffy, right? At that yeah. point, I have a Hunter Henry at 10, Jake Ferguson at 11. By the way, Ferguson leading all tight ends in 15-plus yard targets and red zone targets combined. Okay, so something to look out for, especially in a position where, like, you just want some big plays maybe. You just want, like, a, like a touchdown that sort of thing. I think Jake Ferguson is a decent bet. You know, you watch the Cowboys. You're a big Cowboys fan. Like, Jake Ferguson's pretty startable, isn't he? Yeah, he's startable, 100%. But it's funny because, like, I was going to take a moment to shit on Jake Ferguson here a little bit. You know, because I'm not a humongous <laughs> fan of this matchup. It's fine, but I okay. hear you. Like, for getting it done in terms of just put him in your lineup and not think about it because there's nobody else that you're really going to, you know, trust in this <laughs> right, all, in, right. on your team. Like Jake Ferguson's going to get it done. But for me, I just look at the Patriots. 
they've allowed just four points per game to tight ends through three weeks. And he's got a 19% target share. He does, you know, Jake Ferguson, according to Fantasy Life. But he hasn't been able to capitalize on that volume really much. You know, there hasn't been – um, he had the one touchdown. I think it was in week two against the Jets. But he's posting just a 58% catch rate, three drops through three games. Dak Prescott's dropping back at just the 18th highest rate in the NFL. It's just right in the middle. It's a far cry from what we thought we might see. And a pass-first offense, it hasn't really been that this season. So they've been able to push the ball downfield. They're not scoring the touchdowns. And that's where the upside came from. That's what we were looking at, you know, in terms of will Jake Ferguson be able to break into that upper echelon of, of tight ends? He hasn't been able to do that yet. And the Cowboys still have no receiving touchdowns from receivers, wide receivers. So you got to believe that they're going to be trying to get the ball into their hands a little bit more. C.D. Lamb in the red zone. I think Jake Ferguson, he's a fine start, but I'm not looking for a whole lot of upside here. I think having him at 11, that might be his ceiling this week. Yeah, okay, I hear you. Uh, it's interesting because, like like you mentioned, he's getting a high target share, but he's not getting the route participation, not anything anywhere close to a full route participation, but he's still getting the target share. So it seems like when he's on the field, we talked about Dak loving his tight ends. on oh, a yeah. Target per route Dak run rate. Real. Like, yeah, the Jake Ferguson is getting a, a high target per route run rate right now. So if he gets more route participation, like if he gets up to like 80%, he could easily be a top 10 tight end the rest of the way. Um, so Absolutely. we'll see if that ends up happening. I think it can. Now, Kyle Pitts is at 12. You know, he has a great matchup against the Jaguars. His usage is iffy. But the good thing is last week he had a 24% target share. The bad news is that he only had 56% of his targets deemed catchable, okay, from Desmond Ritter. Who would you rather play this week if you had the choice between Pitts and Ferguson? Between Pitts and Ferguson? I, th I think I'm going to go with Pitts just because the usage okay. is there. Yeah, I am, I'm, I'm not officially, – I'm officially moving Pitts up my rankings, and I'm switching these two. I appreciate I, I, the uh, – Analysis yeah, there. The, the insight. I, I just think yeah. he has to be there. The volume is much better with Kyle Pitts, even though, you know, maybe the targets, the accuracy of the targets, the quality of the targets he's getting, not fantastic. We've seen how many um, shots of Kyle Pitts running downfield and the ball just sailing over his head or falling way short. But I think at some point he's going to have some form of encouraging, you know, upside here. I think that he could cash in this week. All right. Sounds good. Um, I got fired with a 13. Really crapshoot towards the end of this list, but you have a tight end, you know, that, you know, do you have any flyers at tight end that you could potentially throw in, like, if you're really desperate? Yeah, I, I think Chica Conquo against Cincinnati, you know, could be a potential throw in here. He's fallen short first few games of the season, but he's got a solid matchup against the Bengals. They're allowing the six most fantasy points to tight ends. Conquo, he has a 17% target share in each of the past two games. But what has my attention this week is Traylon Burks. He has a little bit of a knee injury right now, and I'm not sure if that's going to hold him out, but there's a chance that he could be limited or maybe not even play. He had a 26% target share last week, and there's a chance that the Titans fall behind and have to play catch-up against the Bengals, which if Joe Burrow gets things cooking, you know that could be the case. They might have to use Oconquo in the passing game to try and play catch-up. Now, the Titans aren't going to be able to afford to use Oconquo in the short game like they have the past couple of weeks. Um, he has just 3% air yard share over the past two weeks if they do go down. And I think he can capitalize on that with potentially increased opportunity if Traylon Burks is out. Obviously a desperation play, but just somebody that's in that crapshoot range where if you're sitting there, maybe he's on your waiver wire and you don't have any tight ends still. You've been streaming the whole season. I think he could be an option for you. All right. I kind of like that. You know, I do see that his route participation is like hovering between 60 and 75%. Not 
absolutely terrible. Um, but on a per route run basis, he's he's getting targeted. So if his route participation just goes up a little bit, and they can get guys like Josh Wild and Trevin Wesco off the damn field and stop running <laughs> routes, maybe we can get right. some production out of a guy who is obviously super uber uber duper talented on the field. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice. Um, Chico Conquer could become the number one wide receiver at some point this year. <laughs> like, that would be it great. It could happen, dude. It could happen. Who would have thought with DeAndre know. Hopkins on the team? That would be the I case. Know, know. Will we see Will Levis yeah. anytime soon? Will we see any other quarterback? I don't, I don't know. I think it's going to be Malik soon, man. I think we can see it. I think it can happen because I think they desperately need something. They need some sort of spark. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Again, you can check out our rankings at upperhandfantasy.com. That is going to do it for this episode. Thank you for listening, everybody. Please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review if you can. And uh, I will catch you on live on Instagram at upperhandfantasy at 1130 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday, right before the games. Good luck this weekend. See you later. Bye-bye. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 